kickback, bring the whole crew. Right around 10 came dressed in the nines. You already know what we really finna do when we pull up on the scene, pull up on the scene, pull up on the scene, yeah, we pull up on the scene. Hello, welcome to this episode of The Chillist. On today's episode, I have Daniel. Hey, how's it going? Charlene. Hi, everyone. And Sami. Hey, guys. Um, I have these lovely guests, but before we get into it, could I ask each of you your majors, what you're interested in, what you want to pursue in life? Just a quick little rundown. Um, yeah, so um, my major is marketing and management, and in the future, I want to work with like different brands and stuff. Nice. My major is philosophy, politics, and economics with a concentration in globalization. What I want to pursue in the future, I do not know. I just want to be happy. Um, yeah. Goals. <laughs> I'm majoring in biology in the college and then finance in Wharton. I'm currently on pre-med as well. Um, so eventually I want to become a doctor. But for the time being, uh, finance and IB is on my mind. So we'll see where that goes. Wow. <laughs> Get you someone who can do both. <laughs> All right, so I asked each of you because you guys would each say that you need to be knowledgeable about the world, what's going on, politics, and so on. Would you agree? Yes. All right, so lucky for you and our listeners, The Trillist is sponsored by The Economist, and that means we have a personal link where you can go and subscribe for a 12-week subscription for just $12. My friends... That is $1 a week for a reputable news organization that is worldwide dominating. So get your life. Use our link in the description box. And along with that subscription, you also get a free Economist branded moleskin notebook. So you are getting so much bang for your $1 a week that you should definitely do it. Check out the link in the description below. And our link is for U.S. and Canada. So share the love. Anyone can use it. All right. So let's get into it. Dear Sia, I have had this one friend for over two years now, and we recently got into an argument over a water bottle because I played too much and took it too far. Now she refuses to speak to me, and I miss her. She's my best friend. I have never told her this, though. And I want her back. What should I do? A water bottle. Yeah. That's interesting. What's um, interesting about it? It's just very random. Like, I guess I don't know the backstory. So there's probably more to it. Because she says she took it too far and she plays too much. <laughs> um, but my first question would be, like, have you apologized yet? That would be a good first step. And, yeah true i mean something so minor as a water bottle doesn't seem to like be enough to end you know kind of a friendship at least like seemingly hopefully temporarily um if it if it ends something that quickly maybe it wasn't as strong as a friendship as you previously you know thought um i think reevaluating that um and then moving forward um with your options of becoming friends again or or maybe pursuing other other friends uh, is definitely a way to go um in the situation True. Yeah, and just like like going forward, so definitely like as Charlene said, um, you know, apologize, kind of like explain, um, but definitely like understand her side of the story as well. Just because you don't feel a certain way doesn't 
Right. I mean, right. she doesn't. Um, and just kind of give it time also. Um, but also always let your friends, I don't know, for me it's a big thing, like always let your friends know how much they mean to you. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Because even the end, because you never told her. So that's interesting because if someone, if you're in a best friendship with someone, they should know that yeah, you're the best. It, yeah. <laughs> that's an issue in and of itself. And I wonder if the water bottle is like a metaphor for something deeper. Yeah, I was you know? thinking that too. Like there could be an underlying issue that's been like bubbling up and yeah. then that single incident just like created this whole thing. So maybe like evaluate that as well. Um, maybe evaluate the friendship. Um, what do you do that, in what ways do you like play too much or like go too far? Mm -hmm. um, maybe this was like the final straw and then um, your friend's fed up or something like that. So... Yeah, true that. Cause it just takes any little thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so interesting. Like speaking about friendships and stuff, I was talking to someone about like a friendship and like the disillusion of it, and the person was guessing like why that friendship like ended, and it it was a guy or whatever, and he was like, was it over like a guy, and. This isn't, like, my story or whatever. We were discussing, like, two separate people. But I was like, no, not really. But then I thought, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, it actually, the event before the end was over a guy. And I think that's, like, interesting. Do you know what I'm saying? Without getting too in-depth into people's business. Mm -hmm. um, but... It's interesting because you might patch up a friendship, but if something's going to end, it's going to end. And it just takes one minor, like, I didn't like the way you spoke to me today. <laughs> and then it's like, bye, see you never, you know? Yeah. So just moving forward with your other friends and stuff. Because if you're annoying this person to that point, to, like, pestivity, <laughs> um, <laughs> then you're probably annoying other people and you don't want to, like look around one day and you have no one around you. Yeah. So I think you should evaluate yourself. Yeah. And also boundaries. Like, people have boundaries. You should respect them. If if you're doing something and they're constantly telling you to stop or something, but then you keep doing it, like, that's a violation of the person's boundaries. Um, and, like, they're so important when it comes to relationships. Yeah, just evaluate the boundaries that you, like, um, put up within your friendships and try to respect other people's as well. Um, and that could also help the relationships going forward. And, like, something I'm thinking about is, while, like, it is good to, like, you know, let your friends know how much, like, they mean to you, I feel like even if you didn't say so, like, through your actions, I feel like, you know, she should know she's your best friend. Um, so, like, also kind of, like, evaluate the relationship, like, do you feel like, you know, you're putting in a lot more effort than the other person is? Because, like, to me, that's kind of an issue. Um, and while it's definitely good to try and patch things up, because, like, you guys are really close and you definitely miss her, but, um, you, like, you can't force a friendship. Like, mm -hmm. there's only so much you can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this, as everyone's kind of already touched on, it goes really both ways. And I think instead of focusing on, oh, it's the other person's fault that this ended, 
Um, you should look at yourself in the mirror, as mm-hmm. previously mentioned, and evaluate your faults and then maybe come to each other and talk and say, here's my faults, and then the other person can admit their faults. And then so you can find some common ground where things may have gone wrong between between both of you mm-hmm. in that sense. How should she – I know earlier Simi mentioned that she should, like, give her some space. But when that time's over, how should she, like, go back to her, like, wiggle her way? And once that person's like, oh, I don't like you anymore. I think the first thing is to just establish the fact that she's given her space. Like, say your side of the story. Say you're sorry that you love her. You want you still want to be friends, but then you're gonna give her space to you know deal with whatever is going on, and then when she's ready, like she can come back. Cause if you're just gonna wait for her to take that space without communicating, um, you're gonna be waiting for a long time, and you probably don't want that. So I would say yeah, just get your point across. Even if she doesn't reply, at least she read it and she knows. Um, and then once that's over, maybe they could come together and try to resolve it together. And if she's not interested, then it's not going to happen. But at least you know that you said your part. Um, and that could give you peace of mind, maybe. True that. I know sometimes I just like to send text, just get everything off and, like, move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel, just as Charlene said, so, like, definitely give them space and, like, communicate that. But I think... Um, you should probably like message her again. I don't know, two weeks. I don't know how much space she needs. Um, But just ask if you guys can talk because I feel when you send things through text, it might not be as you intended. Like they might not read it as you intended. And I feel like that could damage their relationship more. So I feel like saying it in person, like showing your emotion through your face so like, you know, they actually understand that, you know, you're coming from this angle rather than like from that angle. Mm -hmm. Um, And as Charlene said, like work on it together. Don't let it be, oh, yeah, so I'm sorry. This is what I think we should do. Like, you know, like what do you think we should do? And definitely listen. I feel like sometimes people just talk and you're not you're not really listening to what the other person is saying. Mm -hmm. And that can be really frustrating as well. Very true. Very true. Yeah, a lot can be misconstrued over text you know even I was at a diversity retreat before this um for like diversity and inclusion in one of my clubs and um the person who was moderating it asked like who has ever been in a group chat where like a massive argument has blown up over like something seemingly (laughs) little and like almost everyone in the room raised their hand and that's so true even sometimes in person um like, there's a, one example. I was at Dartmouth, and this girl who's now at Duke, she ended up at Duke and stuff. Her sister went there, and she loved it, but she was saying how the shower caddies at Dartmouth are too small. And I was like, oh, um, is it not big enough for you? And that was just, like, a question. Like, I really wanted to know. And then the whole, like, table started laughing. They are like, that was shady, Sia. And I was like, I honestly did not mean no shade by it. I was generally just asking, but sometimes you have to really be um, careful the way you, like, word things. And also people who are receiving this sometimes think about, like, the intent that the person has. And they don't mean to hurt you, but we also have to think that, well, personally, I think impact is bigger than Mm. intent. Yep, I agree with that. But the people who have been impacted, it's great to think about... I, at least, if someone has wronged me, I tried to put myself in their shoes 
I'm like, what has made you this way <laughs> to be able to do this? I honestly do that because we all come with our luggage, you know, in life. So people act the way they do for like a certain reason. So even like, I don't know if your friend also listens to the chillest, they should. Um, you should share it with them. But maybe that's how you can break the ice. But anyways, you, um, the friend should also think of why do you play too much? Maybe you like lacked love as a child and that's why you're being childish now. I don't know. So just think of that. It's a two-way street. Everyone should put themselves in the other person's shoes. Right. And if you're the friend who's kind of like called off the relationship for now, I know like, I don't know, maybe I just love my friends too much. But like, Aww. even if like I'm upset with you, like, fine, whatever. But like, I don't know, I couldn't not talk to you for like five days or like three days, not even a day. <laughs> um. So I feel like even though you might be feeling like you know, she has to come to me. She has to apologize. Like, I want her to understand what she did was wrong and, like, understand boundaries. But at the same time, like, don't be afraid to reach out, especially if this person does really matter to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying sweep it under the rug and be like, oh, this never happened. Let's be friends again. Definitely talk about it so it doesn't happen again. But, like, just don't... Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Because, true, that illuminates. That's a great point you've brought up because I think everyone in all of their relationships should utilize that. I personally, if I'm um, arguing with someone, I don't like to go to sleep upset with that person. So I like to fix things right away. Some people need time and I've started to realize like people need time. But I'm like, okay, let's talk about it. We had like an hour or two. Like, let's do this and move on. And when you say you move on, actually move on. Because some people, they're like, yeah, it's whatever. And then they continually think about it. And then four months later... I don't know, you drop toast, and then the person's like, oh, remember when you told me my toast wasn't delicious? It's like, haven't we talked about this and, like, crossed that bridge? So, actually, when you say you've forgiven someone, actually forgive and really try to, I don't want to say, yeah, for unless they've really done you wrong, but don't ruminate over something because that causes other feelings. And I think rumination's definitely going on here because, like, Charlene said at the beginning, a water bottle is so small and so insignificant, and it sounds really childish, like, talking about it. So there's something deeper, a deeper crack in that relationship that hasn't been, like, sealed, you know? I think um, <clears throat> some that's we talked about space and all these other things. I think one thing to think about is, um, you know, you can give somebody space, and you can't really dictate the time, but if they want you, if they, they're, like, a really good friend of yours— they will like reach out to you within at least probably a week or less if they like if there's someone that they really need you in their life i think another thing that's underutilized is just a phone call mm-hmm. like we rely so much on texting each other like about our problems that you can't obviously we've talked about it. you can't really see someone's emotions per se and like cuz when you hear someone's voice and hear the tone you know exactly how they feel like they're like i'm good and like i'm not going to carry this baggage with me i'm i'm not going to let this affect our relationship i mean i mean do you really mean that so you have to, I think calling your friend, just talking through it with them, even, you know, if not calling them, like, meeting them in person, but I think calling is a good early step um, after there's already been space because um, you can really, like, hear how they feel. And I think that's something our generation just, like, lost. Like, we just text too much. Yeah. We're just. It's sad. 
Um, yeah, and I think another thing to stress is patience um, from both sides, really. So patience in, like, understanding how much space the other person needs, but also patience in, like, understanding, as you said, like, why why this person's really playful um, and understanding that, yeah, you can talk about it, but it's not going to go away in the next, like, three days or, like, next two weeks probably because, like, that's really big. And I feel like not just for this, but in general, like, just going back to your point of rumination, um, if there is an event that's happened that I feel like has put a crack in a relationship, while a person does forgive the other person, I feel like the other person also has to be patient and understand that, okay, these are feelings, and feelings, like, they take a long time for them to go away. Um, so definitely patience is a really, like, big thing. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for sharing all your lovely knowledge that everyone needs to take even if you're not beefing with your best friend um there might be an area co-worker family member that stuff like this happens so we can all utilize these tools patience is a virtue picking up the phone and actually talking to someone i i love phone calls i'm one of those weirdos that still calls their friends um, <laughs> So that's like so true. All right. Well, thank you for listening. For more chill content, follow Sia on Instagram at S-I-A-L-I-N-D-A underscore and the Trillis's Instagram page at T-H-E-T-R-I-L-L-E-S-T underscore U-Pen. So again, it's at Cialinda with the underscore and at the Trillis underscore U-Pen. See y'all later. Bye. We would like to thank Mary Oshilano and the Kelly Writers House for letting us record in the Rexler studio. Peace and love.